They say that life is full of opportunities, right? So why are so many of us dreading getting out of bed to face another day? I know what that's like. My life was full of conflict, stress, failure, and fear. When I got cancer for the second time, my choice was simple, change or die. Today, I love waking up. I love my life. I love owning my own business that is helping people learn and grow. So how do you unlock that kind of transformation in your life? Let's discover the answers together as we hear from ordinary people like you and me and their extraordinary success stories. My name is Donna Gammon, and this is Power to Grow. Welcome, welcome, everyone. We have Paul Wadsworth here today, and he has a message for those that are dealing with somebody that maybe have a friend or a family member that is dealing with suicide. He had a story about a friend that actually lost his life to suicide. And we're hoping that we can help others that maybe are dealing with this to see the signs and be able to help them before they get to that point. And so let me tell you a little bit about Paul. He is a personal trainer and a life coach, and he's experienced the suicide from his friend. This was in 2010. And he began seeking for something greater in life, and his path was self-development and transformation. And he now shares his passion in helping others to live a life that is greater with health, happiness, and freedom. And we're so grateful to have you here today, Paul. And we just want to, first of all, share with us a little bit of the backstory again of where your friend was, maybe some of the signs that you saw and how, so that if there's anybody that's listening today sees or can, you know, sense those signs that maybe is in someone else, they might be able to help them before they get to this point. So share with us a little bit of that, if you will. And welcome again. Thank you for joining us. Yeah, thanks for having me. So, I mean, I remember one of the difficult things about it was I remember when I was going out with my friends a lot of the time because I was in my early 20s in the university days. And he was always someone that was full of energy and seemed like the life of the party and around his friends he almost seemed like a different person and then when you got to speak to him one-on-one you would sometimes hear of things that weren't so great and how he was feeling but one of the the most challenging parts I found was it, it became like it happened so quickly towards the end where I would hear friends mention and he had spoken to them about something that didn't sound too great and I guess it wasn't necessarily taken so seriously or, or really thought of on a on a on a serious level. So there were signs but nobody really thought he was really going to follow through with anything it was more like you heard some things but you just were like uh I mean, that's a little weird or a little different, but yet you just felt like, oh, you know, he's just not going to follow through. Is that kind of what I'm hearing? Yeah. I mean, because I remember back to the night that I've spoken about and I knew that he wasn't in a great place, but I guess I didn't really realize like how serious any of it was. And I knew that he'd recently broken up with his girlfriend and he was really upset about that. And 
even when the event happens and, and I, I had a, my gut feeling was like just just following Paul like you know he's upset and stuff so just felt like he had to but even throughout that kind of process and up to the, the edge of the cliff the whole time I didn't think anything was going to happen I thought he was just upset and he was just you know chatting to me and and he was going to come back in okay so, so take us back to the night that this happened tell us how just like share the story of what happened at that whole scenario of him running out of the place that you were at and just share, share with us that in case the viewers didn't get to hear your first little episode that we had before this. Okay. Yeah. So early on in the night, it was, it's in the summer and it was sort of early evening. So it was really nice weather out, it was sunny and I was with a bunch of friends, including him. And we were having a couple of drinks in the field listen to music and uh, it was it was pleasant it was good and then late fast forward late on in the night um i just i remember walking with a friend and i could see some people grappling in the distance and i noticed it was my friend and um there was a bouncer there and he was breaking it up and he was gonna kick both of the guys out and i remember saying to him like, please don't kick him out. He's not in a great headspace at the moment. And the bouncer was obviously just doing his job and saying, sorry, he's got to go. He's been fighting. Mm-hmm. So my reaction was to just, you know, follow him, make sure he's okay. And then as soon as he looked behind and saw me, when I called his name, he started to sort of start running a little bit. And then as he saw me running, he started running faster. And before I know it, I'm climbing through this barbed wire fence after him and he's at the edge of this cliff through all of these brambles and just said don't come any closer and there's another guy with me who was also a friend that kind of saw what was happening and I guess he had a similar feeling to me to go after him Uh so we were stood there just exchanging words he was telling me loads of things he was upset he started crying and then you know shared his last words basically and said you're one of my best friends I can't do this anymore mentioned don't sort he said tell my friends and family it's not their fault and then he just jumped basically oh my gosh I just I can't I just cannot imagine what your feeling was right after that so what were you feeling at that moment I mean oh my gosh there's really nothing you could have done but no it was the the very first feeling I felt was like is this real it it was like time had just slowed down and I said to the I asked the guy that was with me I said did that just happen because it seems so impossible for that to be reality I never experienced anything like that and I realized it happened I had no idea how far down it was um, whether the tide was in or out because it was so dark I couldn't see so I just got my phone out and phoned 999 and said that my friend had just jumped off a cliff and I remember so feeling 999 is in your country here it's 911 yes, so yes, I just exactly. want to clarify that cuz yeah so that's just an emergency number exactly yeah mm-hmm. okay. yeah and I was speaking to them on the phone and I remember them asking me loads of questions about location and where exactly and it was I was getting very stressed about everything I couldn't think properly I I said where I thought it was and I couldn't give an exact location because I couldn't remember which part of the field I was at. You were very confused at that time, which is understandable. That's a horrible thing to experience. 
So continue telling me like, where'd you go at this point after that? First of all, I think your friend did not die on impact, right? He was actually alive for a short time after. Yeah, he was, he had a pulse. He was still alive, but it was, it was definitely only a matter of time before he passed. Yeah. And I think you shared with me 24 hours about, so long enough for his friends and family to come in and see him before he passed. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it was the next afternoon that I got a phone call. Yeah. So how do you get past that? Because I know that some of our viewers have dealt with suicide. It is not a fun thing. It's terrible. I've dealt with it. I had a brother that passed away and you know, I remember him coming to me the, the night before and giving me a big hug and saying, you know, I love you. And kind of like your friend, his last goodbyes, you know, just telling you that. And, you know, as a young kid, I, I just looked at him like, yeah, yeah, I'll see you tomorrow, you know, not thinking anything of it. But I look back after the fact and I go, he was saying his goodbyes to me and I didn't know it. And had I have known that, of course, I would have you know, done something about it, but I didn't know at the time. And so, you know, looking for those signs, he was hugging me extra hard, extra tight, you know, and obviously you had some signs of your friend of some things beforehand, but, you know, we know that sometimes people do talk about suicide, but not necessarily follow through with it. And so, you know, it's hard because we want to help them so no matter what, if, if somebody's in that situation, do you feel the same as I do is, you know, reach out to somebody, get them some help somehow, some way, because they're obviously, if they're saying it, they're thinking about it. Is that how you feel as well? A hundred percent. Yeah. Like I can relate to the experience that you had with your brother. And I'm sorry that you had to go through that. It's, it's a tragedy. Mm-hmm. And um, I remember feeling I blamed myself because I kept saying to myself, if I knew he was going to do that, I would have run faster. I would have done something. I would have stopped him somehow. Um, well, they can relate with that. Yeah. yeah and it's, and it, you know, it's not a healthy thing to keep beating yourself up. And I had to stop after a while. Um, but yeah, I, I think sometimes people can talk about it and um, maybe not take it so seriously. Mm-hmm. Um, but it is a really serious thing. And I would encourage like absolutely anyone to, to go and speak to someone to, that, you know, there is a, there's help out there and it's extremely important to do that. And I know as a guy growing up as a sort of young man, it was, you know, expressing your emotions and stuff was seen as a bad thing. Mm-hmm. So, and as time went on after the, the experience, I even kept emotions to myself and I just told myself, oh, I must be really strong because I'm, I'm dealing with this okay. And, you know, later down the line, I look back and think that's actually a really bad thing to do. And anyone to speak to and express it, like whatever you can do is, is going to help you not keeping things inside. So talking about it probably would have been yeah. better than to hold it inside because sometimes we think, yeah, oh, we're strong because we can hold it inside and we can deal with it. But it just keeps eating at you, doesn't it? A hundred percent. Yeah. Like any form of, you know, even just speaking to a friend or, or like obviously speaking to a professional would be, would be great as well. But just feeling like you're not on your own and feeling like you've got someone there to help you because it can be overcome and there are ways around it. 
Right, right. So you use that experience, which was tragic and terrible and, and really a hard time for you to, to kind of find yourself, if you will, it sounds like. Um, tell us a little bit about how you got through that. And so if we do have listeners that are, are listening tonight, to that something that can help them know what can they do that can propel them forward and get past this kind of situation, you know, that's very difficult. Yeah. I mean, for me, I think the biggest thing was like I had, had a decision to make and experiencing that really, I would say it woke me up and I had to really examine my life and think, okay, I just lost someone that's younger than me. I've never experienced I, I, I hadn't experienced anyone close to me dying before and especially like that. And it made me realize that death is actually real and that life is pretty short. Mm-hmm. So it shook me up in some way and I could have felt sorry for myself forever. And I could have gone down the, the victim mentality or gone into some negative spiral. But I remember I just, I made a decision that my friend didn't get to live a very long life and that, I, I had to do something to change it. And I was determined to make something positive from my life. And at the That's time I didn't know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Right. And I, I didn't know how or what, but I dis, it was the decision. I was like, I'm going to do something. Awesome. So what were those things that you were searching for to help you? Cause you said you had a lot of mindset, a lot of kind of mind talk that was going on inside of you at that time and you you were able to change that so how what were some of the things you did to actually change that mindset I think I've always been quite a curious person and I'm a deep thinker in a lot of ways and sometimes it it over the past hasn't always been good but the when people say when someone dies they're in a better place now. That's what they wanted. Or if it didn't happen, then it would have happened another time. You couldn't do anything about it. I really wanted to believe that they were in a better place. Mm-hmm. And I had, I, I felt like I had to find some answers. And I remember I was Googling mediums and looking at spiritual stuff that I'd never even considered before. And I came across Abraham Hicks and then an ex-girlfriend she introduced me to the book, The Secret, and then I watched the, the video version of that as well. And I, I went over it multiple times. And honestly, all of the information in that was completely new to me. And it just flipped something in my head. And I was like, wow, there's a way out of this. Yes. I had that same experience. It's so crazy because me and three, three other of my girlfriends got together and we watched The Secret. And and it was that weekend that I think was a huge transformation for all of us because we were, we just realized, wow, you know, we can do something greater than, than ourselves. And, and just, if we believe it, but there's more to it, but so you watched Abraham Hicks, you, and those of you that don't know who Abraham Hicks is, I think most people do, but so Esther Hicks is the, one that actually brings Abraham Hicks forward and shares so much power and, and knowledge of how, you know, our thoughts and our minds and our things that we, the words we speak even are so powerful. 
And it's amazing. It totally changed my life too. So here you are, you're listening to these tapes, you're, you, you watch The Secret, you're like, wow, okay, there's something more. So what did you do at that point when you felt like, okay, there, there's something more? What made you, because I know you have a business now, you're a life coach, you're kind of helping people. What propelled you to that degree? Well, early on, it was, it was, there was like, it's kind of like this uh, scale, I guess. And I saw hope when I watched The Secret, whereas before I, I had no, zero awareness of anything else. I just, I guess it was an inner, an inner desire that I, I wanted something positive. And then I saw hope that it was possible. And then from that, it was a lot of repetition of this type of information, some YouTube videos on self-development related things. And then I started to uh, block out a lot of negative things in my life, things like TV shows, certain news things I started recognizing there was a lot of negative information coming into my mind so I started to eliminate that and then replace it with the positive things and then it was I believe it was around 2013 when I invested some money into a Bob Proctor program oh yeah and it was way more money than I was used to spending I couldn't really afford it but I felt like I had to do it and I was following his work for a while and I definitely had a breakthrough doing that program. It was, it was actually about creating multiple sources of income mm -hmm. and I had a conversation with Bob and he, I remember him telling me, he said, Paul, it doesn't matter where you are now. He says, I want you to forget your current circumstances, the people in your life, just forget all of that and really think about what you want. And, and dream about it, really build the picture in your mind of the life you want to live. And he said, anything you want is possible. And he was going to show me how to do it. And he put me onto one of his other coaching programs. And what I actually did was I, I took the call and the clips from it where he was saying my name and speaking to me. And I combined it with some other motivational speeches and made my own sort of personal motivation audio that I would listen to every day. Oh, I love it. Okay. Yeah. I actually have done that too, so I get it. Yeah, and it was... So you listen to yourself saying it, right? Yeah, exactly, yeah. That's what and I, I did That's cool. On repeat, and, and it would change my state, and I would, at the start of my day, I'd just be, I'd feel so empowered, and yeah, it was just great, and then, it, so basically, to sort of fast forward from there, I went some, I had a bachelor's degree in, in product design, and I wasn't using that, I wasn't interested in using it, and a friend said to me one day, you've always been into health and fitness, why don't you consider a career in that, so fast forward, did, did all of my trainings, become a, a trainer, and eventually, I wanted to move away, and I hired a business mentor to help me. I moved to Canada and then, oh, I mean, there's the steps along the way as well. Like I, I continue to do all this self-development work. As I moved to Canada, I had invested even more money to hire a business mentor. And eventually it didn't work initially. And I ended up getting a job. I built up a, a network of people here. When I got my permanent residency about three years ago, I, um, I, I quit and I say, okay, I'm ready to work for myself now. And I've been doing that ever since. So I, I work on my own schedule. I have more freedom. 
I've since been to school to do life coaching as well to expand. I've also started an online publishing business, which provides passive income as an additional source. So yeah, I mean, if I look back to where I was in 2010, I hadn't, wouldn't have had any idea of like, I would have said this is impossible. Right. Mm -hmm. And here you are in Canada, you're now a residence and resident and you are thriving. You're not just surviving. And I love, love, love that. So we know that bad things happen to everyone. It, it, we all deal with it in some form or another, but it's how we, we can stay in that depths of despair and, and sorrow, which doesn't mean that you don't still miss him, but it means that you're not staying in that space and you've really propelled yourself forward to live a life that is thriving now. And I really love that and commend you for that. Uh, because I know that there are some that struggle with moving forward. And so that's what this podcast is about. It's about helping people see that you can transform from having a terrible tragedy or, or trial in your life and change, change it to actually help you in the positive. So thank you so much for sharing that amazing story. And, and I know that you have a freebie that you wanted to offer the guests. And tell me a little bit about that. Sure. Yeah. At the moment, I have a, like a free toolkit, which I put together, which has some of the things that have helped me make some positive mindset shifts. And it's, it's got some exercises on there for a vision for your life purpose, looking at your belief. I'm really kind of getting some clarity around that to help move you forwards. But recently, what I've done is I've essentially gone back to like the story I've told you. And I, I've thought about the key mindset shifts and changes that I actually went through to get to this point and I've created like a free video series on the on the mindset shifts with some of the exercises in there so it's a, it's going to be easier for people to kind of see the story in a bigger picture and then it might be able to help them so that's actually um just being finished up now so it should be live fairly soon um, and that's just going to be a freebie yeah great thank you so much for sharing that with our audience um and I think it's awesome because that gives them just kind of something else that they can do that can move them forward. So now you do have a mindset mastery toolkit too. Is that right? Yeah, that's the one that I sort of, I mentioned just before the course. It's essentially, it was this, the first version before uh-huh. the course. And then I thought, you know what, a course might actually be more effective and oh, yeah. for people. Sure. So. So you have a course that you offer as well. So if they want to take it to the next level, they can check out your course. Well, at the moment, it's just the one that I've finished is, is going to be completely free. So yeah, I don't have a paid course or anything like that at the moment. I'm just giving this away for free. Um, oh, and, that's awesome. Yeah. We love that. We love free. <laughs> <laughs> I love to help my audience to be able to just improve their life. So no matter what that is, as long as it's something that's going to empower them. So thank you so much for offering that to our guests and we'll leave a link and you guys can be able to opt into that. So I just appreciate you, Paul. Thank you so much for sharing your story today. Is there anything else you want to share before we end our call today? No, I I think that's, that's pretty much it. I I would just say to anyone that is struggling, really like just think about what you want and, and forget the current situation because a lot of times we get stuck in the past and where we are now and we can't see a light at the end of the tunnel 
But if you get yourself out of that and start to think about what you want and you start feeding your mind all of this positive stuff, you surround yourself with good people, you know, hire coaches and mentors, take courses, watch videos on YouTube for free, listen to podcasts like yourself and just start to feed your mind this stuff. And it, it really does work. And, you know, your mind, your mind starts changing. You start believing in these things. And as soon as you change your beliefs on this, like, it feels like you're unstoppable. Like whatever you want to achieve, you're going to get there. And it's just a matter of time. Yeah, I totally agree. Thank you so much. That's, that's great advice. And uh, we appreciate all of you listening today. This is Donna Gammon, and we're talking from power to grow. You have the power within you. Thank you so much for joining us today. If you've enjoyed the show, please leave a review now and I will give you a free download of my blessed morning. This is something that is worth so much. It's what I use to get past my past, if you know what I mean. Until our next show, thank you again for joining us. This is Donna Gammon and this is Power to Grow. Thank you.